Hey team, how's it going? And welcome to episode six of the Barbell and Beers podcast. And uh, well, first and foremost, I'm coming at you live from Business Bay in Dubai. Anyone who uh, is following me on social media will know that I'm out in Dubai for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm here to see my business mentor. Uh, I've got a really, really cool business mastermind going off this weekend. So at the time of recording this, it's Friday afternoon at 10 past two. And later today, uh, I'll be off to see my business mentor and a bunch of other coaches in the inner circle, which is the mentorship I'm part of. Uh, but yeah, I'm mainly here to uh, kind of attend this business mastermind over the next few days. Uh, and then I'll actually be taking my first proper holiday in three years just after that as well. So I'm here for uh, just over two and a bit weeks, something like that. Not gonna lie to you, it's been a hell of a shock going from, uh, you know, typical kind of like autumn vibes in the UK to uh, in Dubai. And it's apparently here, uh, but it's still 35 degrees every single day. So it's a bit of a mad place. If you've never been to Dubai, uh, I'll probably save this for another episode, but it is the most extravagant and crazy place on earth by far um but yeah anyway on to the topic of this week's episode now this week's episode is pretty special to me for many different reasons um and ironically the reason i'm recording this in dubai right now is because um it actually kind of relates somewhat to the story um you know i'm very much going to be talking about you know um well in fact you know i'll just kind of talk about you know the, the main reasons i'm recording this podcast and kind of what we're going to be covering so I put out a poll on Instagram a couple of weeks back about kind of, uh, you know, what everyone wanted to hear from me in terms of the next episode. And um, I kind of put out two options. It was the first one was, uh, you know, basically my experience and the lessons I've taken from working with a mental performance coach for the past year. That was the first option. And then the second option was uh, kind of like the, the five commandments of muscle building. And overwhelmingly, most people want to hear about my experience of working with a mental performance coach and kind of the lessons I've taken from that. Uh, there was over like 50 odd votes for that, something like that. So it's clearly something that a lot of people want to hear about. And the ironic thing is, you know, I've been a coach now for best part of four or five years in, in different formats. And I've put out tens of thousands of pieces of content I want to estimate. And I would say maybe no more than two or 3% of that uh, has been content kind of built around mindset, motivation, mental health, all this sort of stuff. It's been largely a topic and largely an area of the conversation that I have just not dived into. And it's not really through ignorance. It's more to do with the fact of I've just not really talked about this stuff because I don't really feel like I can contribute anything to the conversation. Um, and this kind of leads into my backstory a little bit. And the reason I kind of feel like that is because um, I feel like I've been very blessed. But in my life, I've never gone through any form of uh, anxiety episodes. I've never gone through any form of depression. I've never experienced trauma to any degree or anything like that. I've been largely blessed to get up to this point in my life at you know 28 years old and not really experience anything um, that's kind of led to those sort of episodes or led to those sort of, uh, you know, diagnoses. I think that's a word. I hope that's a word. Um, so for a long time, I've never really wanted to speak on the topic because I personally felt like I would have been a fraud talking to someone about mental health episodes, about kind of comebacks and stuff like that, and kind of coming back from bad episodes and things like that, having never gone through it myself. So that's why I've kind of stayed cleared from this topic. Um, but now that I've been working with a mental performance coach slash therapist for well over a year now, I've got a lot to say on this topic, having gone through stuff myself and kind of gone through this this sort of journey myself. And now I feel like I'm in a position where I can somewhat contribute to it. 
And you're going to hear a lot about that in this kind of podcast episode today. So to kind of kickstart this, you know, what I'm really going to be talking about in this podcast is I'm going to be talking about my kind of experience of working with Kieran from Total Mental Performance. Uh, he is just an incredible guy. Uh, this guy has just completely changed my life. And I'll be perfectly honest, if it was not for him right now, I would not be where I am right now. It's, it's as simple as that. That man helps me keep my shit together. And, um, you know, anyone listening to this, unless you're an online coach, you probably don't really know the ins and outs of this game and kind of the stresses that come with it and stuff like that. But yeah, if it wasn't for Kieran, I would honestly genuinely be screwed. And this podcast episode is really going to be talking about my experience of working with him, what's changed for me, and ultimately the lessons that I've taken from working with Kieran uh, that anyone who's listened to this can actually go away and take away and apply into their own life. So to start this then, I want to actually talk about my backstory because the backstory is really important to kind of how it led me into working with Kieran. So to give you a full disclosure of my life, you know, I kind of mentioned this earlier on. Um, you know, I've never gone through any form of anxiety, depression. I've never experienced trauma or anything like that in my life. And I've been super, super lucky to be like that because I know a lot of people, especially listening to this, a lot of people listening to this, you know, may have uh, mild forms of anxiety. They may have depression. They may have been diagnosed uh, with trauma or anything like that. Um, and I realize how fortunate I am to have never have gone through that. Um, but I'll give you a bit of a story. So about a year ago, and this is actually where Dubai comes into the conversation. So uh, around May time last year, 2021, uh, I came to Dubai. And when I got here, I went through the biggest episode of imposter syndrome that I've ever kind of experienced. I literally landed, I walked around in Dubai. And for anyone who's not been to Dubai, this place embodies the word extravagant. You know, everywhere around here, the streets are immaculate. There are uh, incredible supercars and hypercars on every single street that you look at. Uh, you walk through Dubai Mall and there is just floors and floors and floors of high-end brands. This place kind of embodies success, uh, growth, opportunity and stuff like that. And I felt like the biggest fraud in the world when I stepped foot in this place. I literally got off the plane, went to bed, woke up, went for a walk around Dubai that first morning and I felt like a fraud. And this somewhat came off the back of the biggest kind of episode of growth that I'd ever experienced in my online coaching career. The gyms in the UK had obviously just opened up in April 2021, so literally the month before. And I went through the biggest demanding episode of growth that I never really expected, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, the best way to describe it is I basically had a huge influx of people wanting to work with me. And I really didn't see it coming. I was kind of just kind of growing at a nice enough rate that I could handle sort of thing. And then literally out of nowhere, I think I ended up signing up about 15 or 20 clients in the space of like two weeks, which I'd never experienced before. So I'd ended up getting to a point in my business where I was working with the most amount of clients that, that I'd ever have done. I was earning the most amount of money that I'd ever have done before. And basically my business was popular. I was in demand and... I'll be honest, I wasn't ready for it. Mentally, I wasn't ready for it. And only when I got to Dubai, when I was coming to a place surrounded by other coaches and other people doing things on a larger scale than what I am, earning way more than I am and stuff like that, it led to me just being hit smack in the face with an episode of imposter syndrome. And it's really hard to describe, but 
I basically woke up every day while I was here for those sort of two weeks when I came here last year. And I woke up every day and I just felt like a fraud. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, who am I? Like, why are people investing in me as a coach? Like, there are guys out there, there are coaches out there that are bigger than me, smarter than me, leaner than me, have a better social media game than me. Like, why the fuck are people coming to me for coaching? And I was having those thoughts every single day. And it was the first time in my career of running a business that I genuinely felt scared. And I genuinely didn't know what to do. And I just felt like my whole world was just kind of crashing around me. And again, going back to something I said earlier on, you know, I'm very blessed. Like when I started my coaching career and stuff, it was like a, it was like a gentle climb upwards. I never went through like a bad episode. But that was like the first bad experience that I'd had in running a business in the, you know, the couple of years or whatever that I'd had my online coaching business. And I essentially just felt stuck. Um, I came obviously out here for another mastermind last year with my mentor. And um, I remember going through the event and the event was, was amazing. You know, I learned a lot and I applied a lot to my business. But deep down, I had that sense of imposter syndrome hitting me that sense of not being good enough, that sense of being in the wrong room and not deserving to be there. And eventually it just kind of hit me square in the face to the point that I could no longer ignore it. And very fortunately, um, Kieran, my incredible mental performance coach, um, lives in Dubai and he has very good relations with my mentor and the mentorship that I'm part of. Um, we did a bit of an exercise. He, came, he basically kind of came to speak during the mentorship last year or during the mastermind, sorry. And um, and again, this is credit to Kieran because he's just, he's incredible at reading human beings. The answers I gave him were some of the questions that he asked to everyone in the group. He could sense that I was struggling. So he reached out to me afterwards, invited me to his apartment in Dubai for a bit of a chat. That was all it was, just a bit of a chat. He knew that something was wrong. So I went to his apartment. I had a chat with him. Um, and I just basically opened up, which was weird because I'd never really done that before. You know, I'd only literally met this guy for the first time that day. And, um, he literally just asked me a bunch of questions, kept prodding around, trying to find out what the situation was. And I eventually opened up to him and I told him, you know, I was like, I feel like I'm just riddled with imposter syndrome. You know, I'm riddled with, um, just a ton of anxiety over just going forward and just my ability as a coach and things like that. I was stressing about everything. And he recognized that. And Kieran was like, you know what? I understand it, mate. I understand it. And that's when he then invited me to join Total Mental Performance as one of his one-to-one clients and work with Kieran directly um, to try and get my head around the situation and try and get me out of this hole that I'd found myself in. And the one thing Kieran said to me that really made a lot of sense, he said, I don't have any mental health issues, but what I do have is mental dysfunction. And that statement just literally made me feel almost in a sense relieved because now I look back at it before that big imposter syndrome hit me when I got to Dubai, I had those feelings building up in me deep down, but I just kept ignoring them. I was like, you know what? I can't, I don't have time to think about this. I want to focus on business, but deep down, I knew that there was something wrong in the foundation levels that was making me feel a certain way, but I kept suppressing those emotions and kept suppressing those feelings and thoughts. And ultimately it led me to the point where I just ended up having that breakdown when I got here. So, um, 
yeah, you, you end up learning a lot from these things, let me tell you. But yeah, he kind of basically said to me, I don't have mental health issues, but I do have mental dysfunction, like pretty badly. And what he meant by that was, I was just doing things in a way that weren't benefiting me uh, all my life and all my business as a whole. So he felt like I was working too much. He felt like I um, was spending maybe a little bit more time comparing myself than I should have been to other people. I was consuming, um, what's, it, what's the best way to describe it? I was consuming kind of content and social media stuff that was maybe not conducive to my growth and to my mental performance. Um, and ultimately, you know, I let my lifestyle slip a little bit. Now, I've never been out of shape or anything like that, but I was maybe being very lazy with my nutrition. I was eating for convenience rather than eating for performance or health. I was staying up too late, playing PlayStation, watching TV, not sleeping enough. And on top of that, I was not having enough time for myself for downtime to recharge. I wasn't going on holidays much or anything like that. Um, and basically I was just driving myself into the ground and that was the reason for my mental dysfunction. And that kind of got me to the point where it just built up over time, over time, over time, uh, matched that then with a massively increased workload in a very short amount of time. And you know, that's just basically the perfect recipe for disaster. And that kind of led to, uh, <laughs> to what happened to me, obviously when I got to Dubai this time last year, or well, just over this time last year, um, so that was the reason I enlisted the help of Kieran. Um, and do you know what? It was strange because, you know, I won't talk about the money or anything, but it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money to work with Kieran. And I didn't really know at the time what I was signing up for. But I knew in my head that I wasn't feeling okay and I wasn't being myself. And that's when I knew that I needed to go to Kieran and just sign up for the evolution program of Total Man of Performance. And I can honestly say this right now. It was the best decision that I've ever made in my life. It really was. And I'll kind of come on to talk about, you know, what I've kind of learned from that, um, you know, in a little bit of time. But the main thing was I was going to go through um, a program with Kieran for six weeks on an intensive level where we was going to really address the deep rooted issues. What was causing me to feel this massive wave of imposter syndrome? What was causing me to feel... Um, like I was just inadequate and I wasn't built for the coaching game and stuff like that. And over the six weeks that we did the initial program, um, there was a lot of revelations. There was a lot of like aha moments and there was a lot of times where I was like, oh shit, that's why I feel like this. This is the reason why. And it was, it was interesting. It really was interesting. It brought out a lot of me that I didn't really ever really consider before. Um, so again, to give you an example, so the reason, for example, that, you know, I've been riddled with imposter syndrome for a very long time and don't me wrong, right now, it hardly ever hits me anymore. Every now and then I, I might get it, but nowhere near to the extent that I've experienced it for the past couple of years. And the imposter syndrome actually stems from a period in my childhood where I played sports as a kid. Um, I played football. For a long time when I was a kid, uh, quite competitively and stuff like that. Um, there was a period of time where I was considered like highly rated as a goalkeeper in football. Um, I had eyes on me from like different academies and stuff like that. And um, I won't really go too much into detail and stuff like that. But basically, while I was playing football as a kid, um, there was a lot of pressure on me as a goalkeeper. Um, I often got the blame uh, for conceding goals, losing matches, stuff like that. 
Um, and admittedly, some of those times were when I've made mistakes. But, you know, we're all human being. We make mistakes. Sometimes, and I look back at this now, I used to put the blame all on myself. And that's how I used to feel like an imposter. Whenever someone was telling me that I'm not good enough and stuff, and whenever anyone was saying it was my fault and things like that, I took it to heart. And I really made myself believe that I just wasn't good enough and that I'm an imposter for being in this position. Um, so I, I kind of carried that thought process all the way throughout, you know, the rest of my teenage years and going into my personal training career and stuff like that. And even though a lot of the time I, I got very good and I'll, I'll admit this, I got very good at ignoring what my own head was saying. If my head was saying, Sam, you're an absolute fraud. What are you doing? The other part of my brain would go, Sam, fuck off. Like, go and do this. Like, you know, you want to go and do this, just go and do it. Right. And, um, yeah, that, that's, that's been quite an interesting battle in my head for a very long time, to be honest. But yeah, that, that's essentially the, the imposter syndrome, right? And I didn't realize where that came from until going through certain exercises with Kieran, going through that intensive program with Kieran. So we learned a lot about myself. Well, I learned a lot about myself, a lot more about myself in those six weeks than I had done for the previous you know, 26 years of my life. Um, so that was just game changing for me. And it was more of a case of the six weeks of uh, kind of foundation work I did with Kieran was more about kind of getting to the, the kind of the, what's the word? Just really getting to the bottom of understanding why I feel the way I do, why I do things the way I do and stuff like that. And essentially trying to rewire the circuit, trying to get me to perform better mentally by doing a series of different things uh, to help me get to that position. So you know, doing things like, you know, just ensuring I set boundaries, have enough downtime for myself, uh, journaling every day, um, investing in a coach to, you know, take care of my own training and nutrition to make sure that I'm performing physically at my best, things like that. But I won't really go into detail on that because, you know, I don't want to uh, spend too long on this podcast episode. I don't want to bore people to death and stuff like that. I really want to give people, you know, what they need to understand and what they need to learn from me, right? But so yeah, that was kind of, you know, how I ended up working with Kieran and stuff like that. And so essentially I went through the six week intensive course with Kieran where we just completely unearthed everything to do with me, why the, or essentially find out why I felt like the way I did, um, why I did things certain way, why I behave certain ways and stuff like that. And then after that, because Kieran felt I made such good progress in the six week intensive that I did with him. We then moved on to his maintenance package, which I've been on ever since then. Uh, the maintenance package just essentially allows me once a month to speak with Kieran, just to kind of catch up and give him a rundown of what's been happening in my life over the past month. Uh, maybe kind of iron out some creases. If we're kind of spotting some trends that are going to lead to me performing negatively uh, in terms of uh, my mindset, my mental performance, stuff like that, then we try and iron out those creases. We kind of set some targets for the following month and stuff. So. And that essentially just kind of describes, you know, the, the journey I've been on with Kieran. And, you know, since then, I, I'll be straight with you. You know, this is the most confident I've ever felt in my life in terms of my ability as a coach, the message I preach. I'm now at a point where I solely believe the mission I'm trying to carry out. I fully believe that I'm the person that's capable of achieving that mission. I'm, I know in, my, in myself now, I know it a million percent that I can, you know, deliver on this promise. And that's something I've never experienced until I started working with Kieran. And don't get me wrong, there are still days where I have those doubts and stuff like that. But I wake up most days now and I know for a fact, I'm like, Sam, you know what? You are fucking good at your job. You get good results. 
you do good things, you change people's lives. Like, you know you can do that. You've got to keep pushing that message. You've got to keep doing your thing. And that's all because of working with Kieran. I'm now a lot better at um, like managing my downtime. And again, it's not perfect, but you know, I'm much better at managing my downtime. I'm setting my boundaries so I know, you know where my limits are and things like that. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of things to try and navigate, you know, especially with traveling so frequently and stuff like that. But yeah, there's been a lot of change in my life over the past year and stuff. And, you know, Kieran's been, you know, a huge, huge help on that. Um, so yeah, that kind of explains my story of kind of working with Kieran and obviously with Total Mental Performance and stuff. So now what I really want to do is just kind of move on to kind of what I've learned from working with Kieran over the past year. Uh, well, the past like 14, 15 months, whatever it is sort of thing. So, um, and there's a lot to kind of go through here. I've got, I think how many points have I got here? I've got six different points. And all of these are going to apply to anyone who's listening to this. Um, there is a lot to kind of go through here. And um, I'm going to go through them in as much detail as I possibly can. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's just dive in. So The first thing I want to talk about, and and just to kind of remind you guys who are listening to this as well, you know, all six of these points, everything I'm about to say right now, anyone listening to this can apply this to themselves. It's a case of you might hear some of these things that I'm about to go through right now, these six different things that I've learned from working with, you know, Kieran and mental performance coaching. Some of it might really resonate with you. Some of it might just click in your head. Some of it you might just think, oh shit, like this is me. I need to do this. So let's dive straight in. So the first thing that I really learned from working with Kieran is no one really takes enough time for themselves. And when Kieran said this to me, um, and when he kind of said it in the sense of this is one of the main things I was doing wrong, it really did hit home because I've been thinking about it for so long. But again, the guilty conscious of being a business owner and stuff like that, you we live in a world right now, if you run a business and stuff, you you live in a world where you are taught that, you know, because you run a business on social media, you know, there's always someone on Instagram at any time, any day, any second, all around the world. So that means that there is opportunity for you to grow your business, to, uh, you know, communicate with other people, to help other people, stuff like that. So there is a pressure on people who run online businesses in particular to always be grafting, always be moving because you don't want to be left behind. So for that reason, I found myself getting into a bit of a, a bit of a, a bad rut since I started my coaching business and even more particularly since I started growing my business a lot more and taking on a lot more clients and stuff like that, I found myself getting to a point where I wasn't really taking enough time to recover. I wasn't taking enough time to just recharge the batteries. And what it meant was, you know, I was just basically, I got to a point where I was just working near enough every single day from near enough the minute I wake up at 7am till the minute I go to bed at sort of 10, 11pm. And that was pretty much most days. And One thing Kieran has kind of really said on this point is that, you know, you're only going to be able to perform at your best when you actually give your body time to recharge properly, right? We're human beings at the end of the day. We're creatures of emotion, creatures of of logic and stuff like that. We're not robots. We're not built to be these highly functioning machines that, you know, rely on, you know, kind of perfect uh, machinery and stuff like that. We're not robots. We're human beings. You know, we need to kind of refuel the body to get it to perform its best. You know, we all know this, right? Listen to this podcast. You know, if you want to perform your best in the gym, you need to make sure that, you know, you're eating pretty well, you're sleeping pretty good, uh, you're staying hydrated. You know, if you go into the gym on an empty stomach, uh, you know, massively dehydrated and, you know, functioning on like two, three hours sleep, 
you can have a shit workout, right? And the same really applies to just life as whole. You know, if you are constantly stressing your body, if you're constantly working, if you are constantly just doing stuff and not actually taking that time to slow down and recharge the batteries, then you're just going to run yourself into the ground. You know, you're going to empty the gas tank and you're just going to end up just not performing the way you want to. So if you're listening to this right now and you just feel like you are constantly burnt out, you know, maybe you're working overtime and doing a ton of hours. Maybe you're doing loads of stuff in your time away from work and you're not really doing anything at all. That's just allowing you to slow down, relax, recharge and stuff like that. And you're just at this point now where you're feeling super burnt out. If that's you, then you are one of these people that's not taking enough time for themselves. So one thing Kieran really did for me and really got me to do, and you know, I'm saying this to you right now as well, is Kieran forced me to have at least one full day off a week where I had what was called a recharge day. The idea was I do no training, no work on my business, no social media, absolutely fuck all. Basically the best way to describe it absolutely fuck all and just do shit that I want to do that's fun and just helps me to relax and helps bring some excitement back in my life. And since I started doing that, it's totally revolutionized the way I approach my weeks and just my enjoyment as a whole. You know, having that one day a week, sometimes two now, where I can just, you know, completely switch off, do some fun shit, do things that I really want to do. It then allows me to get excited for work again. It gets me excited to check in with my clients, to help people get results to, you know, create good social media content that's going to help people and stuff like that. But if I didn't have that, if I was constantly working and stuff, I was just driving myself into the ground and making me feel like shit. And that would just mean that I was not motivated to do anything whatsoever. And I would lose interest, not in putting as much effort. So if you are someone listening to this right now, and you're not taking enough time for yourself during the week, this is your message. And this is your opportunity now to try and correct that. Because when you start doing that, when you start prioritizing yourself, giving yourself some time and stuff like that, I can promise you, you're going to come back into your business, to your work, and just to life as a whole with the people around you. You're going to have so much more energy and you're going to have so much more enjoyment. So make sure that that's something that you do off the back of this podcast. Um, The second point actually kind of follows on from the first point, to be honest, and that is downtime has to be the foundation of your entire life. You need to build your entire life around your downtime. And that, again, kind of backs off the point that I've just kind of mentioned above. Um, You know, I mentioned that no one takes enough time for themselves. And, you know, what I'm really referring to that is, you know, actually having downtime. And, you know, the point I'm trying to make here is that downtime really has to be the foundation of your life. So when I plan my weeks out now, the first thing I do is I look at my week and I go, okay, what day am I having as my recharge day this week? Where can I effectively fit in just a little bit more time to just relax, recharge the batteries, do something fun? So it might be a case of having either a Saturday or a Sunday off for me. During the week, I might go off and do something fun, whatever it may be. It might be, you know, go to a sports game, might be go to hockey, might be go to the cinema, whatever it may be. I put those things in first and then I plan my week around that. Everything else. So work, training, uh, steps, other social bits, whatever it may be. All of that is planned around my downtime. And I make sure now that I protect that downtime. So I know that when I have that downtime, it means that I'm going to be able to recharge the batteries to 100% and get myself ready to be the best coach I can possibly be, to be the best you know, son, the best boyfriend I can be, the best friend and stuff like that. And obviously all of those things mean a lot to me. So I need to protect that downtime in order to be that person and to be the person I need to be for 
especially my clients. You know what I mean? You know, the, my business is essentially the biggest part of my life. The clients I work with mean a hell of a lot to me. You know, I want to see them get results. I'm hell bent on getting them results. So they need the best coach possible. And that's why I need to protect that downtime. And that is why I plan my downtime first and I make that the foundation of my weeks. Now, granted, a lot of people listening to this may be in full-time jobs. You may be employed and stuff like that. So you might not get full control over when you have your downtime and stuff. But at least the first thing you can do before the week starts and stuff is look at your working hours and go, okay, that day is going to be my recharge day. If you have a little bit more time, if you finish early one day for work and stuff, you're like, okay, I'm having the rest of that day off there. And I'm going to use that to chill or go do something fun. And I promise you, again, if you do this, you're just going to have so much more enjoyment as life as a whole. So again, when it comes to downtime, make it the foundation of your life. Make it the first thing that you put in place during the week. And I promise you, you're going to enjoy life so much more. Okay. Um, the third thing that I've learned from working with Kieran is journaling slash reflection is a really powerful tool, yet it's probably the most massively underrated tool as well. Now, for you listening to this, I just want you to take a second and think back to yourself. When was the last time that you just spent five minutes not doing a single thing, purposely doing nothing, and just thinking about where you are in life, thinking about what you're doing? Because in times like this, you know, as life as it is right now, we all live very busy lives. We live in a world that is constantly fast-paced, that's built on, you know, instant connections and stuff like that. So everyone is constantly moving. The minute you wake up, you go and do your first task. Then you go to your next task. Then you go to the next one. Then to the next one. Then to the next one. You're constantly on the go. So you never actually really have time to sit back and actually fully think about where you're at in life, what you're enjoying, what you want to change, and what you can do to lead an even better life. So one thing that's going to be really powerful for you to do is uh, something called journaling. You may have heard of this. Um, some of you listening to this may think, oh, is that like a really like weird hippie, like woo woo shit. And to be honest, that's what I thought it was as well before I started doing it. But the way Kieran described it to me made so much sense. He's like, just spend five, 10 minutes before you go to bed every night, open a notebook and just brain dump, write everything that's going on in your head right now. Just write it on a piece of paper, get it out of your head and onto a piece of paper. And sometimes doing that can be one of the best things that you can ever do. It may seem very simple, but just spending five, 10 minutes every night before you go to bed, just taking everything out of your head, putting it onto a piece of paper, it can actually help you to make sense of situations even more. And it can actually help you to make sense of what's going on and try and just kind of get those like missing links put together sort of thing. Um, and it can often make you feel a lot better as well. You know, if you're going through a particularly stressful time, or if you're going through a period of time where you're just feeling a little bit down or you're in the dumps, that sort of thing, Sometimes just reflecting on your life right now and realizing the things that are going well, the things you can be grateful for and stuff like that, it makes you realize that your life is probably a lot better than what you perceive it to be right now. So if there's one thing I can tell you to do right now, spending some time journaling and reflecting could be one of the best things that you could ever do. Um, and it's something I pretty much do every single night now, have been doing it for just over a year. Don't be wrong, there are a few days where I sometimes forget or if I'm traveling or whatever like that, I sometimes forget. But it's something I still religiously do and make time to do most of the time. And honestly, it's been a game changer for me, especially when I live in a world that is so fast paced and I have to react to so many different things. It's honestly been a game changer. Okay, fourth point. And um, this one, this one's really, really good. 
Kieran once told me that life is a game. It can be paused. It can be restarted. You can even start a brand new chapter. But essentially, life is a game, which means there's so many different ways that you can interpret this. But the main one I took away from this when Kieran told it to me was, one, never, ever, ever take anything too seriously. You really want to treat life like it is just a game that you play on your PlayStation and stuff, right? It's not... Oh, it's the best way to describe it. The way Kieran described this to me made perfect sense. But he essentially said to me, you know, don't be too serious with anything in life because life is just a game. You know, we're only here once. You know what I mean? You just got to make sure that you're on this planet. At the time that you're on this planet, you just got to make sure that you're fucking enjoying yourself. And um, that was one big thing that Kieran took away from me. But one thing you also mentioned and the reason why, you, can, you know, like, you know, a game can be paused, a game can be restarted. Um, and you can start a brand new chapter if you want to. And that applies to so many situations in your life. If there are times where you're just going through a ton of stress and stuff, you may simply just want to pause, maybe go on holiday, stuff like that, just to allow you time to just kind of catch your breath and just take a bit of a break. You can restart a game. You know, if you have just done, or if you're in a point in your life where you just want to totally restart, you know, you want to move to um, a new location, you want to go and start a new job, um, you know, meet new friends, whatever it may be, you can restart at any time. And you've got the power to do that if you just make that decision in your head. You don't have to be playing the game that you are right now. You can just restart it whenever you want to. And on the point of, you know, starting a new chapter, you know, every uh, game with a story mode has a brand new chapter, has a different level and stuff like that, right? Just because one chapter of your life doesn't turn out the way you want it to, or maybe has a little bit more shit luck compared to previous ones, you can just move on to the next chapter and do all, basically do all that you can and do the best you can to make sure that that chapter is the best it can possibly be. It's the one where you put in the most effort and is where you get the most amount of reward. So yeah, that one for me is probably a big one and I really hope that people take this one away. But life really is a game. And just as I've mentioned, it can be paused, restarted, or you can start a new chapter at any given time. And you really do have that power to do that. Fifth point is a really cool one as well. And a really, one that's been a game changer for me too, and is that everyone needs a boardroom. And what I mean by that is, Everyone needs, well, a lot of people listening to this may call it like a circle of friends. Kieran calls it a boardroom, and I really love that phrase. But everyone needs a boardroom. They need a small amount of people around them that they can rely upon, you know, when they are stuck in certain situations and they need help moving forward. You know, whether it's to do with, uh, you know, from a physical perspective, you know, if you're stuck in your um, kind of your journey to getting in shape right now, uh, you know, whether it's mentally, whether it's to do with your career or something like that. You need people in your boardroom that you can rely on, people that you can trust, and people that are going to help you in the situation you're in right now, get you out of that situation, and get you closer to where you need to be in your life. So, for example, my boardroom, obviously I've got Kieran. Kieran's one of the main people in my boardroom. Um, you know, I've got Sophie, my girlfriend. She's in my boardroom as well. She helps me more than you could ever imagine with a lot of stuff to do with business and especially just with life as a whole. And she keeps me grounded and tells me when I'm working too much. So yeah, she's important. Um, you know, I've got my business mentor, Adam, uh, again, who helps me through sticky situations when I'm going through tough patches in business, stuff like that. I have my coach, as in my coach for training and nutrition, Mike. Uh, again, he keeps me grounded. He helps me when, you know, I'm going through those weeks where I've just got a lot on my plate and I'm struggling to stay on track and stuff like that. He helps me there as well. Um, and then, of course, you know, I've got my mom and my dad. You know, um, <laughs> what I love about my mom and my dad is that 
they are not fitness inclined at all. Um, you know, it's it's quite weird. You know, it took them a long time to understand what I do for a job. Um, you know, they've never really been hugely into the gym or anything like that. They were both sporty people when they were younger, but you know, in their adult life, you know, as parents and stuff like that, you know, they've never been hugely sporty or anything like that or into the gym or into fitness stuff like that but and even though again you know they're not hugely into business or anything like that you know both my parents come from you know working class backgrounds and stuff they've always given me the most important perspective on life they're always telling me you know sam just always focus on doing your best sam just make sure you're working as hard as you can make sure you're enjoying life make sure you're doing fun shit and having them in my boardroom from a perspective of you know they're not in the same game that i am you know, they don't know really a lot about business or anything like that or the fitness industry and things like that. But they come from an outsider perspective, but they give me what I need to know that helps to keep me grounded. And that just gives you an idea of my boardroom. And for anyone listening to this, one of the best things you can do now is go ahead and build your own boardroom. And, you know, whether it is, you know, uh, you know, including like some of your best friends, your family, um, you know, other people you might know and stuff like that. It might even be your coach. If you're listening to this, it might even be your coach. I often say to my clients, you know, I want to be in your boardroom, you know, whether that is to do from the perspective of helping you get in shape or whether it's just helping with anything in life whatsoever. If you're, if you're in trouble and you need help, I want you to reach out to me. So that for me has been, you know, a big thing. And, you know, for anyone listening to this, getting a boardroom, just build yourself a boardroom, have a circle of people that you can trust and rely upon to help you through life. Because trust me, you cannot get through life and you cannot, you know, achieve anything you want in life on your own. You're going to need help at some point to do with anything in your life. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can build a boardroom that's going to serve a purpose for you. So that's the fifth point, And that for me is like a really, really big one. Now, the sixth and final point, uh, this one is it's a really good one to end on. And it is very simply to anyone listening to this, just talk. Even if you think your problems are really small and really insignificant, just talk. Because the more you bottle it up, the more that you're going to second guess everything that you're thinking, and the more likely you're either going to be uh, indecisive, you're not going to take action, or on the flip side, you're going to do something stupid. So one of the best things that you can do is just simply talk, whether it is with a therapist, whether it is uh, a mental performance coach, which by the way, I often call Kieran my therapist, but he's so much more than that. You know, he is a mental performance coach, right? He's he's essentially a therapist on steroids. That's the best way to describe him. Um, but, you know, just simply talk, guys. For anyone listening to this, you've just got to talk about anything to absolutely anyone that's going to listen. But simply talking to just get things off your plate. It can help you to just, similar to journaling, getting it out of your head and, you know, out there in the open onto a piece of paper more often than not, you can then have a conversation with someone who, you know, may think about what you're talking about, may give you an outside perspective, and it may just help you to think about things differently. And trust me, no one has ever felt worse by talking, but people always often feel worse by not actually talking and just by bottling things in. And trust me, take it from me. I've made many mistakes in the past couple of years while I've been growing this business and stuff like that, while I've been dealing with, you know, tough times. I won't dive into that right now, but, um, you know, there have been plenty of occasions where I've just kept things bottled up and it's just made me feel worse and worse and worse when it's got me to the point where I've just completely broke down and it's taken a long time to build me back up. So if there's anything I can tell you guys right now, talking is one of the best things you can do. 
when I went to Kieran last year, when I went to his apartment to speak with him and stuff like that, at that point, I'd never really spoken to anyone about anything, even the minute little kind of feelings of imposter syndrome and stuff like that. I just kept ignoring them, thinking that they were never going to be a problem. And then I got to Dubai and I went through that massive wave of imposter syndrome and it had been the worst that I'd ever felt in my entire life. And I now look back at that and I realize it's because I didn't talk. You know, I didn't actually speak to people about this. I didn't ask people like, why am I feeling like this? You know, what, what's the reason I'm feeling this imposter syndrome? Like, why am I feeling like this and stuff? But now, um, now I've come to realize that talking is powerful. So now the minute I'm going through pretty much anything, I always go and talk to someone as soon as I can. More often than not, it's Kieran. Because uh, Kieran's the guy I can talk to about this stuff. And um, yeah, it's just been revolutionary since doing that. So it may sound very simple, but trust me, talking helps. And I think that's going to be a big thing for a lot of people listening to this. But yeah, um, I think that's everything to do with this podcast, guys. So yeah, I mean, this is the longest one I've recorded so far, just over 40 minutes, which to be fair... I thought on this sort of topic, I'd probably end up talking even more. But I think I've been able to kind of keep this to the point and give you everything you need to know. But yeah, I've really enjoyed this one. I've really enjoyed talking about this. Um, so yeah, hopefully for anyone listening to this, I hope you find it useful. I hope you take away some actionable steps from this. And I hope that the things that I've learned from working with Kieran, you know, my mental performance coach, I hope they now can actually go on to help you in your life and just help you to get closer to where you want to be. And of course, you know, if you have enjoyed this episode, please do let me know. Um, I'm definitely more open to doing kind of podcast episodes like this, where I maybe kind of dive more so into the mindset stuff and more into my personal journey and things like that. But yeah, I'm really excited to see the reaction to this one. But yeah, for anyone listening to this, thank you very much. If you've made it all the way to the 41st minute here or nearly the 42nd minute, I really do thank you for that. And I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. Hopefully you find it useful and just, yeah, if you find it useful, let me know what you think. And uh, yeah, then it's everything from me. So I will see you guys in the next episode.